Hey guys, welcome back to another neat coffee walk with Jacqueline. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, this is when I get my butt up and I walk to the coffee shop. Um, I have, you know, even though I write about running and I coach people on running and weight loss and moving their bodies every single day, uh, I do have a pretty sedentary job besides when I'm out exercising, um, sitting at a computer screen, on the phone, doing video chats with clients, um, recording podcast episodes, connecting with other coaches on the interweb, things like that. Um, it's pretty sedentary. So I initiated uh, NEAT, which is just non-exercise activity thermogenesis, um, and it literally just means getting up, walking, moving my body um, in a non-exercise way. So just moving my body. So things like when I was a teacher, especially teaching in kindergarten, I was doing these things a lot naturally. Um, starting the day in a rocking chair, moving to, you know, desks, um, walking around during center time, uh, watching kids at recess, walking the kids to lunch, just different things that I was doing during my day as a teacher that now that I, you know, I'm, I'm working for myself, um, there's not really that, that time during my day. Um, so I have to push myself and I have to remind myself to get up and the watch that Paul got for me, uh, for, uh, winning the marathon. That's the card he wrote for me. Um, it, uh, it's definitely been helpful, um, in just seeing, it was really great data for me to see how sedentary I was, how I wasn't getting up and moving, how I was just really doing a disservice to my body for my like long-term health. So, um, now it is just a non-negotiable to get up and move at least 10,000 steps a day. Um, so that might mean walking to the coffee shop, taking the dog for a walk, an extra long walk, or um, an extra walk during the day. We've been walking at night after dinner. It's been a really great thing um, for our bodies, for our health, for our mental health, and I mean, just for our um, relationships, just spending that time um, not on technology, um, but just kind of exploring the neighborhood and doing things. And oh gosh, this isn't even what this this podcast was supposed to be about, but I think that we underestimate the um, the power of merely just walking. Like walking is so easy and it's free. Um, I know a lot of us started running because we we're like, oh, running is free. Like you just get up and you go out and you do it. And that's true. But when you add the running shoes and the goo and the races, you know, all of that stuff in the special t-shirts, running stops being free, but, um, doesn't mean we shouldn't do it, but walking literally is free. Like getting up and going out your door and walking is completely free. And it is so powerful. Um, just moving your body, you're going to move, you're going to burn those calories. You're going to feel good. Endorphins, great. Um, and you know, that's the thing is that there's not, you know, I can't, it, people don't talk about walking enough and its benefits because it, there's nothing to sell. There's no marketing. Um, I have no products to sell to you when I'm telling you to walk. I'm literally just telling you to walk. Um, and people underestimate its power. 
and think that, oh, I have to do this heavy, intense weightlifting program in order to lose weight, or I have to do cardio, cardio, cardio. Um, and it's true that weightlifting will help your body, um, your metabolism, the more muscle you have on your body, um, you're going to be burning more calories and your body composition, you're going to look better when you have more muscle on you rather than just, um, no muscle. So yeah, weightlifting does have its place. Running is so much fun and getting stronger and like mentally stronger, but walking definitely has its benefits. So if you have not implemented NEAT into your day, I highly suggest it. Um, even if you don't have a watch, you can just, you know, get up, get up and walk. So easy. 40 minute walk after dinner. Take the kids, take the dog, take your husband, take your wife, whoever you got. Go for a walk, explore your neighborhood completely free. All right, so what I wanted to talk about today was tips for eating and running this summer. So I know a lot of you are training for uh, 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, marathons. I'm so excited for you. Um, I just think that, I don't know, it's just so fun to run a race, Um, especially if this is one of your first races that you're doing, the excitement, the community that you see, um, strangers being really nice to you. I, that's like my favorite thing in the world. When, when someone I don't know, like I don't know what their name is and I have no relationship with them besides the 30 second relationship we have where they're cheering for me. Like I get so, it fills me up. There's so much crap out there in the world that when you see humanity like that, you're like, huh, this is really great. Life is actually really awesome. So I want to give you some tips on running and food this year, uh, this summer. Even if weight loss is not your goal, um, you do want to focus on the quality of food that you are eating. So let's get in. So number one, you're going to want to eat mostly whole foods. What does that mean? Do I have to go to Whole Foods and spend a million dollars on my groceries? No, not necessarily. Um, I very rarely shop at Whole Foods. Um, I honestly cannot even remember the last time I was there. Um, but when I say Whole Foods, I mean like foods that do not have uh, ingredient label. So things like broccoli, um, spinach, you know, leafy, leafy green vegetables like that. You're going to want to fill up on those things. Um, Potatoes, white potatoes, sweet potatoes, purple potatoes. Um, Who cares what kind of potato it is? Who cares what kind of potato it is? Just eat the freaking potato and don't douse it in um, oil and salt and butter and all that and cheesiness. All of that, you know, processed goodiness that kind of ruins the whole foods that we have. Um, so you're going to want a lot of those. Um, apples, bananas, don't ever let someone tell you that fruit makes you fat or that carbs make you fat or that you can only have those if you are running a million miles. Um, you're going to want to eat those things. They're not going to make you fat. Um, the things that make you gain weight is eating in over a surplus of calories, calorie surplus. Um, carbs do not make you fat. Um, do, yeah, you're going to want to eat whole foods like that. And here's what it's going to do. It's going to give you tons and tons of energy. Um, your grocery bill is not going to be as high as if you were eating processed food. Um, you're going to feel good. Your skin's going to look better. I mean, honestly, you're just going to feel really, really good when you're eating whole foods. Um, but let's talk about 
um, carving up for races, I would focus on mostly plant-based carbs. So again, food isn't carbs. Um, food has carbs. So things like sweet potatoes, those are going to be really, really good for you. Uh, squash, awesome. Bananas, things like that. Um, yeah, you want some pasta, go for it. Black bean pasta is awesome. Um, beans themselves are really good. Uh, but yeah, if you want to have a cheeseburger or you want to have bread or whatever, go for it. But do that in moderation. Um, the pasta parties that we used to have when we were younger, you know, pasta is great, but you're, you're going to get more bang for your buck if you are doing things like whole foods. Um, so start with that. Okay, so <laughs> I just met up with Paul and he said that there's no such thing as a pasta party. There is a such thing as a pasta party. It was like you got together before a soccer game, before a track meet, before whatever, whatever athletic thing you were going to do. And you ate a bunch of pasta because you were like, oh, pasta, that's the cure for everything. I'm Italian. That's that's what my grandma told me at least. But anyways, um, now I've noticed when I do have a bunch of pasta, I feel like crap. So things like, um, yeah, I'm going to go for the more plant-based foods, um, have some pasta in moderation, but the whole foods are going to fill you up, make you feel good. All right, so the other one thing I want to talk about is not using running as a reason to eat a crap ton of food. Um, we tend to overestimate how many calories we are burning during a workout and underestimate how many calories we are actually eating. So sometimes people will go for like a mile or a two mile run or like a 30 minute workout class and then they go and they get ice cream, you know, to reward themselves for the workout that they did, which there's nothing wrong with eating ice cream. There is nothing wrong with it, but it just kind of like negates the workout that you just did. So really find a way to incorporate, you know, those treat foods. It's not a cheat. It's not a reward. It's literally a treat, something that you do and enjoy and have in moderation. Find a way to incorporate that into your day um, and not use the workout as the reason that you're going to get to have that food. Um, sure, at the end of a race, they might give you a beer or a cookie or whatever, and, you know, that can be your reward. But for like your everyday running, um, try not to use those foods as a reward. Like you're not a dog, you're a person and you don't need to be rewarded for running. Running is the reward. The endorphins that you get, the mental strength, the, um, emotional strength that you get, like your body getting stronger, that is the reward. And you know, losing weight, like that's a byproduct and that's an awesome thing. But like the, the food is not the reward. And, um, we've talked about this in prior episodes, but like, you know, we can kind of set up a really unhealthy relationship with food when we start using it as a reward for moving our bodies rather than thinking about food as like a delicious thing that we eat and incorporate into our lives. Um, yeah, so that would be my recommendation is don't, um, don't reward yourself. Just, you know, incorporate it. And so some ways that I incorporate food treat meals into my week without using them as rewards is pizza Friday, make it delicious single serving pizza on Fridays. We might go out to eat over the weekend. Um, we might go and get ice cream. And so right now, because I am kind of working on a weight loss goal and a strength goal, um, I am counting calories for like the first time in my life. And so if I want to have ice cream, or I know we're going to go out and get drinks, or we're going to go out and have dinner. Um, I'm just going to kind of work my day around and a lot for that. So I'm going to have more low calorie foods during my day so that I have kind of that, that extra 
um, amount at the at the end of the day. So I'll have things like you know broccoli, spinach, um, low calorie foods like that, like uh, green green vegetables, um, things like that. Instead of having you know tacos or hamburger for lunch, I'm going to save that for a little bit later. And so if you took my um, my dessert week course or my uh, meal prep university course, you know, we talked about delaying gratification. And so instead of having um, treats all throughout my day, I'm going to kind of delay it, push it off, say no thanks to the chocolates that the secretary has, or no thanks to the donut at the coffee shop. And I'm going to kind of save those things up and enjoy it guilt-free later on. Um, again, still not thinking about it as a reward, but thinking about it as a treat that I get to have and I'm allowed to have and there's no, um, there's no one telling me like, oh, you can't have this. Practice, practicing that moderation, um, again, it's all practice. There's times I've messed up and I've um, overeaten or I don't know, or especially at the end of a race, like, I don't know, did I have a giant pizza after the Chicago Marathon and some donuts? Yes, yes I did. Also, did I burn a million calories during the marathon? Yes, yes, I did. Um, yeah, so definitely. So one, you want to fill up on whole foods. Um, carbs do not make you fat. Two, uh, stop using food as a reward, but think about treat meals. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about is um, tracking your workouts and not using your workouts, like not tracking the calories that you're burning with running. So um, it's really easy to look at um, your watch or maybe if you're running on a treadmill and see how many calories you're burning. And we talked about, we tend to overestimate how many calories we're burning and we kind of set ourselves up for failure when we look at those things because then we set in our mind like, oh look, I just burned 600 calories. Now I get to go eat X, Y, Z. Um, and those things, unless you're wearing a heart monitor and it's like properly working and it's new and it's great and it's the highest technology, um, those things tend to overestimate how many calories you're burning, especially the treadmill. Um, it doesn't know, it doesn't know your body composition. It doesn't know how much muscle is on your body. Again, if you have more muscle on your body, you're going to burn more calories than someone that doesn't have as much muscle. Um, it doesn't, there's so many things that it doesn't incorporate, and so it's just better to not even look about that. Look at that, but run for the sake of running. Run to get stronger. Run to um, get mental clarity. Um, and especially if you are working on a weight loss goal with running, cool. You know I'm all about that. You know my Allen course is all about that. But we're going to focus on tracking those runs, getting them done, and track that we actually did accomplish them and um, see the non-scale victories that we have from them, but not not track how many calories we burned with the workout. Um, and again, you're going to see success over time. It's not something that's going to happen in seven days or 30 days. And even if you are perfect for 30 days or whatever, and you're not going to be able to keep that up for life, um, it, it's about a lifestyle. So... Worry more about like setting up yourself uh, to move for the rest of your life and setting up yourself with really nutrient-dense foods and treats here and there for life and not just for like this short period of time where you have to be perfect. All right, guys, that was our coffee talk today. Um, let me know if you love this episode. Definitely check out the links in the show notes. I have um, a new veggie guide and mini weight loss course in there. It is completely free. Um, just check the links in the show notes. All right, take care. Bye.
The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.